How do you mean that? Well, I mean that there are the colors and the beauties, the designs, the beautiful way things appear. People themselves, dull people, but I thought dull, appear fascinating, interesting, mysterious, wonderful. But that's only the beginning. Welcome to Strange People, Weird Worlds. Let's get this show started. Anyhow, how's everybody doing? Doing all right, man. Doing all right. Fantastic. Wonderful, wonderful. So I realized when I was editing last week, I didn't do a, uh, hi, everybody. Welcome to, you know, I'm not going to do it because it's her turn this week, but I, I missed my turn. Now it's going to be a whole month. <laughs> <laughs> but it was weird. It was weird. I didn't even notice it, so. Yeah, yeah I, it just, I just realized it, yeah. It wasn't like, yeah. I, I noticed it, but it just kind of was like, whoop. Yeah. You did great, otherwise editing it, you know, having it out within. I actually did it. Yeah, I was up to like one thirty in the morning. Of course. Wow. But uh, any of that, you know, I'm back from Florida, feeling good. Oh, yeah, how was that? It was fucking amazing. Um, shout out to uh, Chelsea and Asher Lazo, the, the happy bride and groom. Wow. Congratulations. But, uh, it's no longer Chelsea Lane. No. It's now yeah, Chelsea yeah. Lazo. I just said Lazo. It's just like the Cuban version of Lane. <laughs> like, oh. He upgraded. Okay, well, changed. I, I don't even know you anymore, Chelsea. Yeah, yeah, I really don't. Uh, highlight of the trip, though, is beach day. We're hanging out, and it, we had already once seen, like, this kind of, like, small mass, like, float by, and we just were like, oh, it's sad, you know, it's like trash or something. And we saw another one, and my buddy Alex was said, you know, Greg, go get that. I was like, oh, okay. <laughs> and we, we both went out, and as we're swimming out to it, you know, we start to realize, like, it's not wood or trash or anything. And he's like, if this is, like, a corpse, what are we going to do? And it's like, just swim away. <laughs> <laughs> but we, we keep swimming up to it, and all of a sudden, I was like, I realized it's a turtle. <gasps> and it was fucking amazing, because then I realized it was two turtles, and they were fucking. <laughs> <laughs> and it was so cool. Because they fuck for hours and for miles. I was watching them. I floated a whole nother pier down. Wow. Just watching these sea turtles fuck. <laughs> I was eventually able to get Miranda's attention, and she swam out, and uh, Alex's wife, Erica, swam out. And you guys had a whole ordeal watching two sea turtles fuck. It was, it was the most glorious thing I've ever seen in my and, life. And, like, these turtles didn't mind that you were just watching? I was six feet away from them. Wow. Real-life animal Yeah, the only shit. thing I wish is I had goggles or a GoPro or something so I could get that <laughs> underwater view. Because I only saw the, the, the female turtle's head come up, like, twice. Damn. This whole time, like Damn. Yeah, he's just yeah, they're spinning circles. It's real slow, like it's a slow circle. They're spinning, but they're just making love, fucking for miles. That's that's all we're talking about all day. <laughs> <Those> sea turtles <laughs> fuck for miles. <laughs> it was definitely the highlight of my trip, but and that I mean it was an amazing time all together. Uh, we did some Universal, drove up to St. Augustine. That's really pretty. The wedding was beautiful. Good time. I ate lots of good pizza. Uh, some good, good mussels and seafood. Mm, and lobster ravioli. Yeah, great seafood. Yeah, if you're not taking advantage of the seafood, you're you're slacking. Yeah, or you, or you don't like seafood. Yeah, is, I did see a, a photo of you with your hair down. I've only seen. I rocked hair down the whole trip because wow. my hair is beautiful in Florida. Long hair don't care. Yeah, yeah, my hair is gorgeous and voluptuous, and the universe actually did teach me a lesson though. So we were joking around, and you know, if we were talking about my long hair. Um, I had a whole group of friends were down there, and I was like, you know, as long as I can make one girl jealous a day, you know, my job has been done. And everybody laughed. I was like, oh, yeah, of course. 
so we're doing this ghost tour Monday evening of downtown Orlando. And as we're walking by, this gay couple walks by, and this man has just the most longest, luxurious, beautiful, well-groomed hair I've ever seen in my life, and I was jealous. Wow. <laughs> and, you know, I, it was like the universe was just like, calm down, Greg. Yeah. Get, get a little hair cocky. Get back in <laughs> your yeah, place. Back in your place. This man was beautiful. Wow. His hair was gorgeous. Just long, thick, blonde mane. If wow. him, if me and him were able to have kids somehow, like, <laughs> oh, they would have been beautiful. You know, that is one thing I do miss about having long hair. It's like women touching my hair all the time. Oh, yeah. They're yeah. like, oh, it's so nice. You know, I don't get it. Men are blessed with the most... Luscious locks, most luscious eyelashes, eyebrows. It's not fair. It's not fair. I know. I was like, it grows like struggle growing fingernails and stuff. So I was like, I wish these things would stop yeah. growing. See, my fingernails grow fine. My eyebrows, though, I plucked off the tail end of my right brow in high school. Still has not grown back full. Oh, that was shit. over seven years ago. <laughs> Damn. <laughs> the struggle is real when it comes to eyebrows. So that's another thing. Women love my eyebrows. Yeah. What's up, Bubba? You got good eyebrows. Yeah. They're like, what Josh, up? Josh is a handsome face. guy. If you got, speaking of which, uh, what's up with our photos? Yeah, man, I was going to try to do it last night, and then I passed out. So in two weeks, you haven't edited the photos? Nah. Wow. Yeah. Josh, Josh Hart, ladies and gentlemen. Them. Yeah. I'm glad we have Anya. She handles <laughs> shit. Yeah. She's she's pretty good at it. I got to say, it is really nice coming into podcast day, just knowing... I have nothing to do but, <laughs> but edit the show tomorrow. This it's cat's about to fuck everything up. What's up, dude? Hey, man. Oh, okay. All right, yeah. all right bye. Get out of here. One hand grab. Yeah, yeah I just simba him. <laughs> Speaking so of cool. Simba, are we excited for Lion King? You know, I'm pretty stoked. And then, uh, you know, my girl B is Nala. Super yeah, excited for that. Yeah, my boy Donald Glover is Simba. Oh, is he really? He's Simba, bro. It's a good-ass cast. Him good. and good. Beyonce are about to make musical love, bro. And, I haven't and watched... And probably actual love. I was going to say. I haven't watched any of the live-action Disney movies. I've seen Jungle Book. I'm not... I've seen Jungle Book. That's about it. I heard Jungle Book was good. It was. But I just... I feel like it's a cash grab, and I'm not sure if I'm ready for it. Like, this is my childhood... And uh, it's pretty serious, you know. It is a nice spectacle, though. Like, yeah. I mean, I don't really like the Jungle Book that much, and like, I still enjoyed that movie. I was like, yeah, it's cool. When does Lion King come out? I think in next month or this <gasps> month. Holy guacamole! It's sooner than I thought. Well, let me find out. Well, this is what we have smartphones uh, for. This, this is what we're doing. We're Should we ask Siri? Yeah, Siri, what's up? Siri, when does Lion King come out? Which one? <laughs> How dare you? <laughs> you suck. Hold on. Siri, when does the new Lion King movie come out? Sorry, I don't see any movies. Okay, so July 19th of this year. So circle of dumb series. (laughs) Muting muting my laptop again. Dunzos. Siri and I fight. We've never had a good relationship or communication. We've never gotten an answer question scenario right with each other. So I pretty much just end up calling her a bitch and then she gets mad and we don't talk Dude, to her. Dude, me and my Siri like she reads me stories. Oh, well, that's nice for you. Um Me and my Siri are like neighbors who have never met, never used her. See you guys don't even utilize your tools. Yeah, I mean I've got her on my phone and laptop and she sucks on both. I just think you Fuck you, you Siri. Maybe you're not good at asking questions. You know, maybe not. But, uh, <laughs> you know, I, I treat Siri like an employee. 
you work for me. You're on my computer. Like, this isn't personal. I I need you to get shit done. See, that's probably the problem. Siri is, like, a friend. It's not an employee or a slave, Greg. Let's say, you know, I didn't want to get into the S word here, but, like, I own you, Siri. (laughs) (laughs) That is true. Know your place. I paid good fucking money for you. (laughs) Yeah, that's true. And, uh, yeah. Anyways, how's everybody else doing? I'm good. I just uh, released a teaser trailer to Dances in the Sun. You did. saw that. You did. I saw that on uh, Instagram. Shout out to Easton. He killed that. Yes. Easton, if you're listening for the first time, probably. This would be great if you heard this episode because it would be hilarious. Yeah. But <laughs> if you are listening, good fucking shit. So anyone who's wondering who edited my video, um, that is Easton Tillman, a.k.a. Ease Ron. He is an incredible musician, one of my fellow bandmates, or former bandmates, but potentially still future bandmate. Bam. And uh, he's great. So check out his music on Apple Music, Spotify, Ezron, E-A-Z-R-O-N. Check it. I do got to say, I don't know how I feel about the, the cigarette smoking in the video, Josh. I mean, you, we have a young, impressionable youth out there, and... Uh, Cigarettes are on the decline. It could always be a candy cigarette, you know. It's know. definitely not. It's definitely oh, is not. it lit? You no, know, he's, he's blowing smoke so, around. Oh, like he's, shit. he's sitting there in a cool guy jacket, <laughs> blowing cool cigarettes guy. around. Circle blowing cig- yeah, in his little circle. And he's blowing cigarette smoke around like the Fonz, like he's, you know, cool hey, guy. You know, here's the thing, bro. I understand that nicotine is a problem, but, like, it's only a problem if you choose it to be a problem. <laughs> You can't really have a choice when it comes to nicotine. I guess more so cigarettes. Uh, Here's the thing, though. Like, you know, like, they say don't do drugs, right? If you do drugs, anything that happens to you after that point is 100% your fault. If I go completely insane, it's because I did drugs, and it's my fault. I mean, it's not really your fault, though, because it's been proven with science that it activates brain pathways that are linked to the reward system within your brain. So it's actually on the biological level, it's out of your control when it comes to, like, substances like nicotine, alcohol, drugs, etc., cetera, et cetera. I guess, but, like, Native Americans have been smoking... Candy, sugar... Native Americans have been salt. smoking tobacco literally their entire existence. It's because I'm not going to get into that. We all know my feelings. <laughs> what, the tobacco trade? Is that what you're talking about? No, just uh, America feeding its population a bunch of poison. That's fine. You know we all have poison. We have I'll alcohol that. that you're drinking right now. That I am. Fucking so fucking we all choose our we all choose I our mean, vices. We're living on hell, so I might as well indulge yeah. a little bit. All I'm then. saying is I'm not responsible for you going out and buying a pack of cigarettes. You can't say that I made you, Josh. I'm just saying, like, dude, you're so cool. You made it look cool. Wow. I almost <laughs> made me want to smoke my first cigarette like, at 23. Like you know, wow. like when I was a kid, there was a problem with Joe Camel because he was like super cool looking cartoon, mm-hmm. and all the kids wanted to smoke. You're like the Joe Camel of this generation. That's actually c- pretty cool. Yeah, that, that's how cool you <laughs> look, like Josh. Photoshop you onto Joe Camel. That's, that's, that's all I'm trying to say is I, the only thing stopping me from buying cigarettes is I didn't know what brand you were smoking. And I was like, shit. Well, I guess I probably shouldn't say. I actually do know what brand he smokes, but um, yeah, I'm not going to promote that either. Yeah. <laughs> Anyways. So, all right. So, welcome, guys, to Strange People Weird World. I am one of your hosts, Anya Daniela, and we have the lovely Greg Tanner and Joshua yeah. Hart. <laughs> <laughs> the lovely Greg Tanner. Wow. I am lovely. I combined the both. Lovely yeah. both of you. Yeah, if you haven't seen my wow. Instagram pictures of the long hair and the beard, the you're, you're missing out. That's true. You're missing out. Luscious locks, guys. 100%. Heartthrob. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. All right. So, are you guys ready to have your hair on your arms raised and the goosebumps into your skin? Wait, wait is that like raised out of fear or like 
like just excitement or elbow raise or eyebrow raise both uh, I thought you said elbows. I did say elbows, but I meant to say eyebrows. Okay. She's talking the heebies and the jeebies. Okay. All, All right. in one. All right. So, <clears throat> this week's episode is on the strange disappearance of Elisa Lamb. This shit's so creepy. It's fucking weird, let you me know, tell you. I never know about like any of the things we're talking about. You don't know about Elisa Lamb? Lamb or Lamb? L-A-M. Lamb. 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 Been watching a lot of Letter Kenny. The Canadian might come out. Lamb. Hey, hey there, hey there, we're there. Bitter batter, let's oh. get at her. <laughs> All right, All right, let's, All right. Let's, let's do it. Yeah, this is uh, this is like one of the, not first, but like when I more recently got back into weird stuff, uh, mm-hmm. this YouTube video is one of the things like that triggered that. Like, and it's definitely one. We'll link it on the Instagram so you guys can watch it yourself. Uh, but yeah, the elevator footage, I'll show it to you guys about the, halfway through when we get to so it. It's so creepy. I, I uh, My hair definitely stood on end the first time I, I heard and saw about this story and saw the live video. It's chilling. Like, it, is, it is real weird. On a negative 10 degree yeah. night in Alaska. Well, now I'm intrigued. Okay. All right. <laughs> get into it. <laughs> Always good news when Josh wants to be a part of the show. <laughs> <laughs> so, <clears throat> Elisa Lamb. She was a 21-year-old Canadian who attended the University of British Columbia. In January of 2013, she decided to set out for a trek of California's coast all by herself. She wanted to start in San Diego with plans of staying in L.A. and then ending her escapade in Santa Cruz before she headed back home to the lovely country of Canada. Well, while traveling, she updated her blogs daily with stories and updates about her travels, keeping her followers in the loop. Um, And given that she was alone, she kept in contact with her parents as well, updating them with a daily phone call of her whereabouts as well as her travels and any new interesting stories that she may have came across. It's pretty crazy, like, uh, would would you go to a city by yourself somewhere? You know... I've considered traveling alone a lot. Um, I mean, I spend most of my time alone, and I go a lot of places alone, but when it comes to actually tra- possibly, yeah, I would. I, I, I think you just have to be aware of your surroundings. I read an article recently about, uh, like, top five reasons to go to a concert by yourself. Mm-hmm. That was pretty intriguing. It actually made me want to try it. It just, you know, points out the different experiences you have, and... The main point that really touched my heart being the old man that I am now. They're like, well, you can just leave when you want, too. And I was like, <laughs> shit, you can do that. <laughs> that is true. I can go to bed whenever I want. I, uh, in high school, I used to go to a lot of like heavy metal shows and hardcore shows. And I went to a lot of them by myself because a lot of my friends weren't into that kind of music. Yeah. And one thing I kind of realized as going to those things alone is you meet a lot of interesting people. Because you are by yourself, so you're like... I need to make friends. Yeah, and I need, I need a group <laughs> to stand with. Yep. But yeah, going to going to another city, uh, let alone another country. Another country. Yeah, I definitely takes some balls. Yeah. I wouldn't do that by myself. No. No. Just oh, yeah. because, like, okay, to a state, probably, and like it depends on what I'm going there for. Mm-hmm. There's so many reasons. Imagine if you're alone in Boston. It'd probably be all right, to be honest. It'd be kind of scary, but, like, it'd be all right. Like, Yeah, like, I mean, I've gone by myself to cities where I know people, and... Yeah. I I could, like, I guess drive up to Estes for the day by myself or something, but 
That's I don't know. The same. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, I'm just saying, like, you know, going to, like, say if I wanted to go to, like, Arkansas by mm-hmm. myself. Like, that would just be a terrible idea. Yeah, that would. It's yeah. definitely, like, in <laughs> today's time, I don't know, as a female, too, I'm a little bit more skeptical. Yeah, so as a female, it's definitely riskier than me. Yeah. You know, six foot four, 220 pounds. Hopefully 220. 220-pound <laughs> uh, man, you know, I, I don't have to worry about as much. Yeah. You know. There, on the other hand, Anya and I are kind of on the same place, same scale. Yeah, you, go depending to the south. on where you go. If yeah. I go to the south. Yeah. yeah, if we go to the south, we're dunzos. Yeah, I'm, yeah. I'm half Indian, but they just think I'm white with a good tan. So they, everyone just <laughs> thinks, I'm, everyone even thinks I'm black or Mexican. People and always think I'm Asian. You ain't from around here. That's all we know. Yeah, but like, bro, this is my country, bro. What are you talking about? Yeah. It's like, fuck out of but here. Yeah, I mean, I really i am not scared of doing it. I just don't want to. Like, I want to experience something, especially, you know, being somebody who has, a, you know, my life, my lifelong love like Miranda. Mm-hmm. You know, like, why wouldn't I be taking her with me on yeah. something like that? So. The only time I'll ever travel, pl- travel places alone is if like, I'm on some vigilantes type things. Okay, but you know, I mean, I still have. Uh, <laughs> okay, move <laughs> it along. Good old Josh. <laughs> Spit take. Way to not hit the computer. Yeah, so. sorry. That was, that was good. That was good. Oh, I, you're a musician, and uh, I even have you know still a small dream of you know maybe writing some stand up comedy and yeah. That's something where you might have to travel. Now you're traveling. I guess you're still traveling with a group of people, though. Yeah, hundred percent. Whatever, whoever yeah. else is on that tour. So. I have my entourage, bro. Yeah. Completely alone, and to I don't know. For me, like to a place to California, like that's just there's way too many people, and and I, I guess you may have not gotten there yet, but the the hotel or. That she's about to get there. Yeah, yeah mm-hmm. I'll let you get there then. <laughs> <laughs> so, jumping back onto the heebie-jeebie train. So, because she was alone, she's calling her parents. Um, she, after her time in San Diego, Elisa set out for L.A. And she arrived there on January 26th of 2013. For her time in L.A., she had booked a three-day stay at the notorious Cecil Hotel. Never heard of it. Oh, I'll get into it a little bit later. <laughs> <laughs> keep yourself on your toes. She, she didn't pick the best of places to stay. We'll just no. I'll throw that out there. Right and uh, when we get to the history of the Cecil, you'll understand why. But... So, during her stay at the Cecil Hotel, she originally had booked a hostel-style room and was assigned roommates, because if, you know... That's another thing I'm not going to do. Yeah, do a hostel by yeah. yourself? Not no, happening. no. If I'm doing a hostel, it's like, yeah, it's like... With other people. You know, Josh and I, or, you know, me and my buddy Alex, or something, you know, like, not even Miranda and I, but, like... See, I would need minimum two people for yeah. a hostel for myself. I literally sleep with a knife, so, like, what's up? I, yeah, no, I don't. <laughs> I have a salt knife, lamp a safe next knife. to my bed, so yep, if someone breaks in, just... I, mean, I, I have a knife near, yeah, I mean, I'm not, like, sleeping with a knife hugging me, but there's a large knife, Ready like, in reaching distance mode. next to my bed. I do have one underneath my mattress, but it's not with me. Yeah. yeah. But... You know. <clears throat> Don't uh, break into our rooms, everybody. Yeah. <laughs> you gonna get fucked up. You're gonna get stabbed. <laughs> um, so, yeah, she's assigned roommates because she had booked a hostel cell room. But her roommates had complained about Elisa's odd behavior to hotel management, and this resulted in her being moved to a room of her own, which was located on the fifth floor. Well. I don't think I've ever heard that before. Mm-hmm. She it's, got complained out of the room. She got complained out of the room, and they're like, behavior. all right, time to go, own room, separate Damn. you. Wow. <clears throat> well, that's that's got to be, like, like 
to be in this kind of ho- like a, a seedy hotel in a hostel. Yeah, be really. Weird. <laughs> yeah, you gotta really be weirding people out. Hmm. Really weird. Well, on January 31st, Elise's parents became worried for they did not receive their daily phone call from their daughter. Being a whole other country away, they had no way of con- they had no way to contact or looked for her whereabouts personally. So this forced them to contact the LAPD and file a missing persons report. The police started a search almost immediately, yet were faced with minimal leads. And on February 6th, they ended up posting flyers around LA, the LA downtown area, in hopes that it would spark a break in the chilling case. The last reported time Elisa was seen was in an elevator, which, as we're talking about, was the footage, and this was retrieved from the hotel staff. It showed Elisa acting erratically and quite odd in general. Within the four-minute video, Elisa is seen entering the, vi- entering the elevator. She then presses a series of buttons, then hides in the corner as if she is hiding from somebody. The elevator doors do not shut during her time of hiding in the corner. She then proceeds to poke her head around from the elevator and look down the hall. She walks out of the elevator and stands in front of the door, and it seems as if she is talking to someone, yet, due to the footage being too blurry, we can't actually decipher this. She then begins moving her hands in an odd, unnatural way, similar to as if she had possibly been intoxicated or under the influence of drugs, possibly even tripping on LSD. Who knows? Well... She ends up walking away, and the doors of the elevator still have yet to shut. And then finally, after it was like, um, so in the video, there's about a minute that has been cut out. And in that minute, it then shows the doors finally shutting. So almost five minutes later from the start of this footage, the elevator doors do not shut. It takes five minutes for them to close. And there's footage cut out from... The center of the video. Uh, it's at the very end. Or it's right at the very yeah. end. Yeah. Okay. So I noticed there was a, of course, because the video is so blurry. Yeah. I mean, I even have my glasses and I could barely yeah. decipher it, but it looks like almost about a minute of the video is okay. missing at the yeah, very end. Yeah, I remember end. hearing something about that. So I'm, I'm going <clears> to, <throat> we're going to pause and watch the video amongst ourselves. I highly recommend you take this time, pause the show, uh, look up the video uh, we'll link it to the Instagram. Um, if you don't want to go to the Instagram, just type in Elisa Lamb video on YouTube, and uh, yeah, yeah, it's about four minutes. Yeah, yeah. So, see it right away. so check it out, and uh, we're going to watch it real quick, and we will discuss this video. And we're back. So, fucking weird. Super weird. Um, I mean, like, she, like... Maybe you're tripping because yeah, like, I mean, the way that your the fir- hands your first and impression is drugs. Yeah, like this bitch is freaking out on some some hallucinogens, some psychedelics. Like she's losing her shit. Mm-hmm. That that's the first thing comes to my mind. Or like maybe she's being followed or chased, and like when that's happening, you know, you're very like scared and you're skittish. And if she's sober, definitely like looks like she's looking out for somebody yeah. or being chased by somebody or hiding from somebody. I mean, why else are you hiding in the corner of the elevator, peeking around? It's almost like she's playing a game, in a sense, with somebody. It does look kind of playful, though. Yeah, because it's very confident and then skittish, but then also like the way that she yeah. jumps back in and out of the elevator. But then she's weird in front of the buttons. And, and then the elevator not shutting is the weirdest thing to me because I've lived downtown now for over six years. Every single apartment that I've been in has had an elevator. And, I mean, elevators just don't... 
I mean, there's the door open button, but it doesn't last that long. And, I mean, you can have the elevator in service, like, when someone's moving in. Yeah. And so, but you have to hold the button to close it, and it's yeah. not going to just close by itself and then start acting normal. And, and then, you know, for the fact of how much time was actually cut out of that timestamp. Yeah. When the video kind of just jumps to it, then closing the door. Yeah. It's like, well, what did they cut out? Yeah. So, like, let's, let's reason a bit. Like, okay. So I'm thinking, initially when I see it, First thing in the elevator, she's not in any hurry no. initially at all. She's no. in no hurry at all. She looks to be either A, on drugs, or like she's completely like drunk as hell. Like She looks very drunk in a way that she's like, oh, like sloppily but very attentively trying to do something. And she's just like, oh, like, okay, I'm going to do this. I'm pushing buttons, and who well, knows why the hell well, she She pushes button like, you know, when I'm tripping uh, <clears throat> on a psychedelic or hallucinogen. Yeah. If I'm trying to do something, like something simple, like work your phone. It takes or It's very, yeah. like, over the top. Yes. Yeah, so you very much have to focus, and you're very much concentrating, and, and you can't see my visual right now, but you're, you're kind of, your fingers, your face are floating. You ever seen an old person try to text yeah. with like, one finger? Same thing. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so that's what definitely gives me the idea of that. But um, did, they, did they test the body? So, let me get to that. Okay, but before we get there, before so, we get okay, to so, there. I'm, so I'm seeing it as she's in the elevator. Okay, it seems like she's trying really hard to like do whatever task she's doing, but she seems really relaxed. Mm-hmm. Now, even when she's hiding, she doesn't seem like she's scared. Like it doesn't seem like she's scared hardly at all. Like even when she's peeking her head out, like I don't know what sane person if it was actually scared would ever act that like sporadically, like you know, kind of like oh, like let me. Jump completely out of the elevator. I, I definitely agree. Like if you were hiding, I think you'd be in the corner just smashing, smashing the door, yeah. the door close button. Like yeah. come on, come on, come it's on. It's a very come on. like playful manner. That it, she's it does in. seem like a hide and go seek. Like yes. come and find me. Yeah. But with what? And then the hand movement is the weirdest thing because her hands are very unnaturally. Spread. Yes. They're like um, uh, they're like frog hands almost in a sense. Yeah. yeah. She has them spread. But what I would relate to that is like you know, the times I've done psychedelics, I love looking at my hands. I'm so exactly. So you're always kind of going like this. And like you're making you crazy, the, you see the tracers. I, tails, I, yeah. I feel like her movement in and out of the elevator, maybe not every time, but at least one of the times, was very weird. Yes. Yeah. You know, you're. I don't. And it should be pointed out that her family did come out and they said that. They had no history. That she's had no history of like drug use. She's or, been a, a, she's kind of a straight and narrow girl. She's right? very straight and narrow. She's a straight A student. She was top of her class. She was dedicated to her studies. She was very. Wait, how old was she? Twenty one. So she's out of high school. She's, she's in, in college. college. She's yep. in college. She's so, attending University of. British so not only Columbia. are you in another country in L A. Like the in greatest a seedy hotel, yeah, yeah, on your own, but you're also a very innocent. Possibly a very innocent, straight and narrow type of girl. That is just uh, the ingredients for a, a bad day soup. Yeah, yeah. Um, it's you know. a very bad day soup. Yeah. <laughs> um, you you still have more description of the hotel coming. I oh, yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah. Right. The choice in the hotel. I, so I'm wrapping up with her, and then we'll jump into the background of the Caesar Hotel. All right. So yeah, I mean the. It's just weird, and uh, so we don't even know. Well, yeah, wrap it up with her, so because right. my my thoughts are leading to. So, <clears throat> unfortunately, this footage was the only lead officers had, and weeks had passed as no new, as no new leads came in, which resulted in the case hitting a dead end. Then, nearly a month later, on February nineteenth. 
Hotel guests started complaining of low water pressure, as well as a foul smell coming from the tap water. When workers went to the water tanks located atop of the hotel to see what was causing the disruption, they made a grisly discovery. It was her. Floating within the water tank was (laughs) was the naked body of missing 21-year-old Lisa Lamb. Oh. But... It was discovered that Elisa had been floating in the tank for nearly three weeks, becoming swollen from the hypotonic environment in which the body was submerged in. Her clothes were floating atop of the water, and they were covered in sand particles. A ladder was required to get to the hatch on top of the water tank in order to access the inside. Yet, when her body was found, the heavy metal hatch was sealed shut and no ladder was found. Workers at the hotel told police that the only way to the roof was through the staircase, but a key was needed to gain access to the rooftop, which only hotel employees had access to. If the door was opened without the key, an alarm would be set off, yet there was no reports of a tripped alarm around the time of Elisa's disappearance. And this alarm is loud. They were saying that they would have known if it would have gone off because a hotel staff member has to turn it off because it just, like, the whole place is off. It's like a fire alarm or something. Yeah, and it's a huge-ass hotel. Um, When her body was autopsied, no recreational drugs were found in her system, nor were there any traces of Elisa's prescribed medicine either. It should be pointed out that Elisa had been clinically diagnosed with depression and bipolar disorder. So there are theories that maybe she had a manic episode in that video, but coming from I am diagnosed with depression, there's no way that that's a depressive episode. Bipolar either. I mean, that's maybe schizophrenic episode, not... Yeah, I mean, you know... um, But, yeah, she stopped taking her mood stabilizers on this trip. hmm. So there is that weird one. Now, let's jump into the background on the Cecil Hotel. So, this hotel is considered to be a vortex of malignant evil. Due to its notorious history, the hotel's name was actually changed to the Stay on Main... But simply changing its name cannot erase its dark past. It is located near the notorious Skid Row in downtown L.A., which, if you don't know, is considered to be the beacon of homelessness in the United States. It's just like heroin junkie alley. Everywhere. If you don't know what Skid Row is, there's so many documentaries, so many videos. Look it up. It's fascinatingly depressing. Yeah, not not just an 80s hair metal (laughs) band. No. (laughs) Like, it's crazy. It's their own little town. But... The Cecil Hotel has been host to a series of gruesome murders and suicides, as well as residents and ghosts who were involved who were involved in prostitution rings, homelessness, addictions, and hopelessness. Many would use the hotel as a place to squat due to its cheap prices and location, as well as a place to end their lives, for many have jumped to their end using the hotel's windows due to its high um, stories. <clears throat> Sorry. In 1964, retired telemarketer Pigeon Goldie Osgood was killed in her room at the hotel. Then, fast forward to 1980, where Richard Ramirez, also known as the Night Stalker, the Night Stalker, he used the Cecil Hotel as his home base while terrorizing the city of L.A. That dude was crazy. I don't know how much you're going to see. crazy. Yeah. He, he went around listening to ACDC just murdering people. <laughs> what? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> He was super into, like, 80s metal and, like, ACDC and shit He like was that. stuck in the 80s. Yeah, yeah. And he ended it in the 80s. Yeah, yeah. He was he was just out there rocking and killing. Yeah. <laughs> wow. Um, but then, in 1991, an Australian-born serial killer named Jack Unterwagen used the hotel to lure prostitutes inside. Then, once inside the room, strangling them to death. He killed at least three women inside the walls of the Cecil Hotel. 
Finally, Elizabeth Short, which, if you don't know, the one and only Black Dahlia, was rumored to frequent this hotel, and it is said that this was one of the last places where she was seen alive. Who's that? Black Dahlia? Yeah, right, it is. It's, like, one of the most well-known murder cases. She, uh was a beautiful up-and-coming actress, um, and she was found gruesomely murdered, and her body was completely chopped out, the blood was drained, and she was just laying in a field literally piece by piece. Yeah, it's fucking crazy And they, um, I I think they carved a smile in her face, too. I believe you might be right. Yeah, it was a very gruesome murder. Look it up. Yeah, it's it's, it's creepy shit. So instead of Cecil Hotel, it should be like Serial Killer Hotel. Yes. So do the see a next life hotel. The location, the people, <laughs> it already has a really weird history into it. Yeah. Okay. So this goody goody bipolar girl decides to go stay there. It's cheap. You're traveling. You probably have not looked into the history of it. You probably don't even know what Skid Row is if you lived in Canada. That's true. I mean, you know, what year was this? 2013. Oh, never mind. She did have Google. She did. I can't back you up there. Um, yeah, you, you got to do you got to do information if you are traveling alone. You need to search. You got to do some research. Like yeah. spend hours researching. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, but before we start discussing, I want to go over the theories that are surrounding this case. Okay, fair enough. So, due to the nature of this unsolved case, the internet was has birthed many theories as to actually what happened to Elisa Lamb. One of those theories is that the government killed Elisa due to her growing knowledge on a project about the Pentagon, or supposedly that the Pentagon Pentagon had funded, cannot talk. Uh, She was in, huh? She was in. Hmm. So this project was between the U.S. and South Korea, and it is said to have been a project that was looking into the design and construction of invisibility cloaks. Elisa was very vocal about this said project on her many blogs online. So that was one of the main theories. Um, this is the second theory. So she she legitimately was. So she's not so goody goody then. She's like uh, I can kind of relate to like Lisa, you know. I'm yeah. Do things by myself. I'm online with a somewhat presence and really good with school. Kind of like on the good yeah, track, yeah. but into some weird rabbit holes. Okay. Okay. <laughs> um. So another theory. This one's really weird is that Elisa was actually a guinea pig. It's Scooby Down you are So another theory is that Elisa was a guinea pig for a trial of tuberculosis testing that would use a new enzyme-linked immunosorbent assay, which was weirdly enough called Lamelise. What? When was that? That's fucking weird. 2013. Let me get into it. Whoa. So, uh, during her stay at the CISA Hotel, there was coincidentally an outbreak of tuberculosis on Skid Row, which then spread into the downtown LA area. Oh, the old TB. Old TB. One of the common symptoms for the antibiotic used for tuberculosis was confusion and abnormal behavior, which may explain her odd behavior in the elevator. Huh. She went and got the TB. Was embarrassed about it, didn't call her parents, got Went the medication. And then, cuckoo. Fuck. But so, it still doesn't explain, like, why she would be in Skid Row. Like, I feel like that's a very important part of the story. Like, how she, she ended up there is really important, especially if she's, like, a studious person. Cause she, uh, I would have to, I have to give her the benefit of the doubt that she at least understands, like, knowing to research where she's going to go. Well, the thing is, is, I mean, you're not, when you look up the CISA Hotel, like, it doesn't 
it's not going to pull up Skid Row. And if you don't know what Skid Row is, you have no idea to the extremes of how bad it is. That's fair. And yeah. if you've never seen Skid Row, you don't know how big Skid Row is. Like, my first time out in L.A. and the first time actually seeing it, I my mouth dropped because I didn't actually... I mean, I had watched documentaries. I did my research. Yeah. So I was actually kind of excited to see it in person and then actually experiencing it. It was truly eye-opening. Because really? it's, it's fucking massive. Hmm. It's its own city within L.A. Wow. Yeah. And it's... Like, it goes on for miles, like, in each direction. It's crazy. Um, But, so, the third theory is that Elisa partook in a supposed Korean elevator game. So. The old Korean elevator game. (laughs) (laughs) This one's a little out there. You'll have to refresh me. (laughs) I know it's the old Korean elevator game. Um, so this game is said to have allowed the players that who play um, to travel through a portal, allowing them to travel to different dimensions. Like I said, it's a little out there, but it does tie in. Okay. Um, to play this game, you need a building of at least 10 stories high, Caesar Hotel, and you must press a series of buttons. It's said that once you reach the fifth floor, that a young woman will enter the elevator. You mustn't look or talk to her, or else you cannot return to your original dimension. Okay, I've heard of this. So it was just weird because she was also moved to the fifth floor in her new room. And I'm going to just throw this out there. So when I first heard about this case, it was a few years ago, um, I actually went to her Tumblr blog because, oddly enough, her blog was updated into late February of 2013. She was killed January. Um, and I understand I have a Tumblr. You can post, you can make your posts like stagnant so you can have them post yeah. like into the next week okay. and stuff. But her very last post, and I went to try to find her blog for this episode, and they actually took it off. Um, her last post was a light bulb, and it had a uh, igloo-type world inside of the light bulb. So I thought that was really fucking weird. Interesting. So you get on the elevator, you press a series of buttons, you don't look at the little girl. So she comes in once you hit the fifth floor, and you're not supposed to look or talk to her. Okay. And then what? Um, I just It's like a game. Like, and so... Like, you keep going and you come into another dimension, or... Yeah, so it's kind of like when you astral project, or when you're meditating, and... It's a weird one. I didn't really look too much into the actual Korean game itself. I just want to get it right when I go try. Um, (laughs) (laughs) We don't want to lose you to, like, the 10th dimension. So I put in the code, I come to the 5th floor, the door's opening, I gotta, like, avert my eyes and look away. Yep. And... Now, like, I does it keep going and open on another floor where I can get off and go explore a new dimension? And she's gonna be there like a good elevator man waiting for me. But on my way back, I still have to avert my eyes and not look at her and be like, Can I go back? Oh, shit. You know, when I was like looking into it, <laughs> there was not many cases, and then it, you know, it leads to people thinking, like, Oh, maybe they got lost in another dimension, mm-hmm. or maybe it's just a bunch of mumbo jumbo made up bullshit. This is like the Korean Bloody Mary, but exactly. you, you do yeah. it in an elevator. Um, Sounds like some Korean thing to be like. A, yeah. yeah. Uh, okay. Well, okay. Just be a case of the Bloody Marys. <laughs> okay, so she could have been interdimensionally traveling, and then uh, maybe got stuck in another. Or they brought her back in the wrong spot, which would make you in a water, water tank. tank on top of a building. Um, so yeah, there was, that one was just weird, especially because it aligned way too eerily with her last Tumblr post, which was that world within a light bulb, which was just like, yeah, like, okay. Um, I'll wrap it up though. Are those the only theories though? 
This is the last one. Okay, all right. So, this one's the most uh, relevant and the most... Plausible? Factual, yes. <clears throat> so, finally, there are many eerie similarities between Elisa's case and the 2005 film Dark Waters. Have you guys ever seen Dark Waters? No. 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 So, uh, the 2005 film stars Jennifer Connelly, whose name is Dahlia. Uh, she moves into a rundown apartment with her daughter, Cecilia. In the film, putrid water runs from the faucet, and later in the film, a body is found in the water tank atop the building, and the body is that of a missing girl. Ooh. There is also a malfunctioning elevator within the film. Sound familiar? Weird. This film came out nearly eight years prior to Elisa's disappearance. That's weird. That's the last thing I got. So, let's talk about the fact that hotel guests for three weeks are drinking this girl's drinking and dead body and dead body water. <laughs> yeah, to the point where somebody actually had to taste it and smell it. And I like I read reports. I of course like you have to take things with a grain of salt, but they were also saying that like there were reports of the water being like an odd color, like almost like, blackish you, brown. You thought you had a rough time at the water park. I. <sighs> <laughs> oh, it took me bad PTSD reading that least, part. Yeah, you, you weren't in corpse water, at least. <laughs> you know, that's the worst bully on cube ever. And the fact of, like, too, like, this water tank, um, I'll post the picture to Instagram, too, and I'll pull it up right now so you guys can see. This tank is fucking massive. It's huge. And the actual hatch itself is, like, heavy as fuck. There's like, no way this tiny-ass, scrawny 21-year-old can lift it herself. Yeah, Unless she's on drugs. Unless she's on drugs. Okay. Maybe. But I, I'm, even then. I'm weaker on hallucinogens. Like, I'm when not. I... <laughs> uh, well, this wasn't on hallucinogens, but I was at a house party one time, and mm-hmm. I was on a bunch of ecstasy. Nice. <laughs> and this dude started a fight with me, and I, I started squaring up with him the best I could. There's a lot of tanks. Wow. They're huge. Yeah. yeah and then, they're huge. Um, How many feet does that say? Uh, so it was like three-fourths full. But when I was looking it up, oh, okay. it's about, I think they said eight or well, ten feet tall. Scroll up. All right, down. So there's the fireman. It's like at yeah. least twice as big as a fireman. Let me see you scroll up. And we know firemen are huge. And yeah, so um, I'd say it's about almost twice the size. There's yeah. the hatch up top. Yeah, so we're, we're looking up the tanks and the hatches right now. Uh, we'll put these pictures on as well. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I mean, for there not to be a ladder for her to get through this door. Uh, real, real quick to finish the story, I was getting in this fight and I squared up with the oh, guy, yeah. and I'm, I'm, I'm just riding high on, on drugs, <laughs> and I'm, I'm ready, I'm mentally ready, you know. Like again, I'm six four. I've been in plenty of fights in my life. This dude socks me in the face like ten times before I can even react. Just boom, 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 boom. And finally, the whole time he's hit me in the face, I'm just working up this one good punch. <laughs> like, I know, I know I'm bigger than him, and I can win, and I'm going to lay him out in one punch. I pull all my energy together, all my strength and force. I throw this punch, and it just like... Oh, just, just oh no! Taps him in the face. Oh great! Uh, luckily, my homeboy came through like a fucking lightning bolt, and just all of a sudden there was nobody in front of me. And I looked to my right, and my boy's there whooping that dude's ass. Running so. clutch. Yeah, yeah, got your back. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Shout out to the boys. Wow. So Anyhow, but yeah, that fucking tank. Um, it's fucking okay. huge. So she's through an alarm door. Yeah. Up, I'm calling it at least a 12-foot-tall tank. Yeah, I mean, like, maybe two, three feet with that platform and then another 10 feet yeah. in the water tank. Yeah. And then you got that heavy-ass hatch. And, okay, like, maybe, you know, there's a theory that she killed herself, but who... And, you can't shut the hatch from inside. Yeah, I would say, it's, it's not just, like, 
shut. It's shut and like it's closed. Sealed and sealed, shut. right? Yeah, they it had to like, like pry it open. It, right? yeah. yeah. Okay. So. Yeah. Okay. I mean, like. An employee of the hotel murdering her is the only plausible thing I can think of. Maybe. But, yeah, but w- yeah, there's so many unanswered questions for that. But then it's like the freaky similarities between that 2005 film that was released. Okay, but I, why, though? Because like, that's what I don't I, understand. There's definitely coincidences, but I can't put anything together. Like, the one like, thing I would like think a of from that situation is someone liked that movie who was also a serial killer. It. But how they couldn't have made her fuck around on the elevator? Like, I, with, I don't well, with know. drugs, I guess. I don't I, know. I don't know. But there was no drugs found in her system in the autopsy. So I, I kind of want to go back to this tuberculosis. But could they not have been thing. diluted over that time? And the tuberculosis thing, and that's where I was like, after three weeks, you know, she's been in the tank for three weeks. So the only drugs that will stay in your system that long is marijuana, THC. Yeah. Yeah, but also. Like, if there was anything it, that was la- to last, could it not be dissolved? I was You're saying, I don't water. know how it works after you die, though. Is your body still processing and clearing these things out of your, I think I'm it, air quoting now, system? Uh, I think it stays in your body, because once you die, you can you no die, longer nothing's moving. break it down. Yeah, yeah. nothing's happening. Yeah, but like, you're having water going into your entire body. But then it's a hypotonic situation, yeah. so it's being submerged Hypotonic in. situation, that's a big word. Biology. Yeah, that's fancy. Because <laughs> I'm thinking, if that's possible, like, you know, you'd have to potentially assume the only way that she could have potentially drowned without any type of blunt trauma or, like, were there any, like, stab wounds or anything? Nothing on her body. Okay, so then she literally has to be to the point where she's completely unconscious long enough to drown. Mm-hmm. Or, two, that she... Or it was just on drugs and drowned. Does the autopsy <laughs> say she specifically drowned? Mm-hmm. Water in the lungs, okay. But like three there, weeks. Well, because I was like, yeah. I mean, you could try and survive, and yeah. you would have starved to death, or I also, guess even, how much, you probably would get weak and just fall and drown before anything. Yeah, how many times do people visit this roof? Never. So, like, even if she is on top of this roof screaming, that thing is locked and sealed. Like, you would only maybe hear, like, a high frequency vibrated like sound, like a muffled, like yeah. kind of tingly yeah. sound. I would assume coming from inside a water tank. No on top way, of yeah, how no tall way. was this building? Uh, I mean, the building itself was over ten stories. Okay, there's no way anyone's ever going to hear that. No, how did she get there? So exactly. I'm thinking. Yeah, my whole thought the whole time was like, all right. Obviously, this is some type of situation where like it could have been some really crazy dudes that have like, you know, just a smart way to think about things. Maybe they like track a fucking. You know, like the time, the schedule of that when someone's like maintenancing the roof or something. Or the only other plausible option is that they stole from the company's employees mm-hmm. to do that or that an employee themselves did it. But then it's like how you said, the tuberculosis thing. I looked into that and it's it's actually true that the antibiotic was called Lamelise. Yeah, that's... And it yeah, like lined up with her stay and it's just... That is just... that it's mm, Yeah, I so then know. I guess you could say like the most plausible is... Even further, the government thing. I mean, I, I would like to know more about the tuberculosis theory. Yeah, like um, when the thing came out. I, like, so they're they're saying they're saying she was the the main like guinea pig of the experiments. Pretty probably much. not. Oh, they, it doesn't even have to be though. If you think about it, she died. If she was given to, if it was given to her, it's probably given to a lot of people in the area. It's not just going to be one person. So this is a government so may- website. So maybe like the whole hotel was guinea pigs, and <laughs> yeah. she's that one out of whatever people freaked out. What so am it's, I? L- it's official. This is a government website talking about the antibiotic, Lamelisa. Okay. 
granted, it came out in 2007. It's just a little weird that... It's literally Lamb Elisa. So which this, is her the, fucking This name. came out in 2007? This article about the antibiotic was posted in 2007. She went missing in 2013. How long did she have tuberculosis? Do we know that? Well, we it, she, it's not saying that she had tuberculosis. So, okay, but then it was... Okay, so here's so, my theory. So the drug came out in 2007. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. First posted August okay. 7, 2007. Last update was August 6, 2008. Okay, I'm less convinced now. Yeah, about uh, that. Because where did she live in? Canada. Canada. And this was made where? And this is an American America. Yeah. I'd, I wouldn't. I would assume we weren't fucking with a can Canadian and then waiting till they happened to visit Can- LA. Yeah. If it ha- like I, I was thinking if it all happened at once yeah, while was she was staying at the hotel. Tight. So I could see like if they tested, you know, fucked with fifty people at the hotel and she's that one out of fifty that had the trippy hallucinogenic type reaction. Then I could see that. But now I just have to say that's a really, really creepy, crazy coincidence. Yeah. See, I don't believe in coincidences, so that's where I'm like my rabbit hole brain is like Okay, but hold on. Before we, before we go there, before we go there, you have to. We have to establish what you mean about that's, like that's you don't believe in coincidences because there are sometimes things happen like that. They're like if you run a numbers game, it can happen. Absolutely, I have to agree with Josh there. Anything is possible. Like, I, that's I would the one look thing. more into why are medicines named what they're named then? Like why yeah, is true. that named Lamley? So why are there things named what they are? That being made, so that's posted six years before she died, which means it was in the process even of, even earlier than that. Yeah, I, I can't say that we targeted a Canadian, happened to know she was going to travel to LA. No. And then how old was she? She's 20, 21. So she would have been she would have been twenty or fifteen teenager. Yeah. yeah, sixteen. You know. So and it says right here that children up to fourteen years of age was the ages of eligible for study. Oh shit! So the inclusion was ages zero to fourteen, and then suspicious uh, or suspicion of active TB or TB contact. Hmm. And exclusion criteria: there's no informed consent. Is the only exclusion. You would have to believe that we're testing on Canadian children, then. And this one happened. have they have they ever come to America before? I don't know that. That's an important question too, because like if they had come to America before, that would be a very like nice way to connect it to be like, all right, yeah. we tested on this person while they were here. Yeah, yeah. Like, like is she, her, and her family have been in America? Like even for like a, a weekend, like even it could happen at any time. You come to a yeah. state for one day, you're journeying through the city. You yeah. can be approached by somebody like, hey, I have heard of mass citywide tests too. Like, yeah, it's happened in San Francisco or something. And I guess for me, it's just, <clears throat> I don't. It's just it's weird that there's so many medical articles with the qui- there's just not a coincidence between the name and her I don't know I just I think it has to be it has to be it, unless it is the most like outrageous fucked up like part of like a conspiracy but there's a reason why this case has gone unsolved for yeah, so 100%. long and so many people have jumped on the theory yeah. <laughs> wagon because yeah. it's like it, it, it is creepy and weird you got a movie that aligns with it you have a fucking government made antibiotic for tuberculosis but literally her name Lam Elisa and it's just like coincidentally, her time out in LA was the exact time that a tuberculosis outbreak happened on mm-hmm. Skid Row, and then she books a hotel on Skid Row. Yeah, because I'm thinking she goes to this place, right? She goes to this hotel, and she know she knows about it. even if she's just in that area for the day, and like, yeah. okay, I need to stay here, yeah, because maybe they find out that there's like there's this like you know drug we can give you to like potentially help you. That's how I'd see that kind of happening, and like she's in there or whatever, and like. 
it comes to a point where like oh like it didn't work and she died so we literally like stowed her away because that's fucking terrible <laughs> hmm. like it could have been a persuasion type thing like you know like get a flu shot you know what I mean like I don't know that's the way I see it or like some dude some evil motherfucker who just has like some type of drug yeah. that's like that aligns with it makes her trip I mean cause it, you know you would wonder where the rest you know other reported bodies are but if we're talking Skid Row and she happens to be a loved person who was visiting there she could be the only one cared about. Um, that's also true. Yeah. That's also very true. It's potential. So, I mean, there could have been... But she's the only one in the fucking water tank. Why is she in the water tank? And why is she naked? Why are there sand particles in her clothes? She was naked? She was naked. Yeah. Oh, her clothes were part. floating atop of her. I could see getting sick of your clothes if you're, like, sitting in water. Like, yeah, here's my thing. pulling you yeah. down, so you're yeah. stripping them off to I think, stay afloat. I think she was alive well, for a while. This, I don't know what the same I don't think she went in there and died. Yeah, and then I was like, you're in L.A. and there's the beach, but I was like, if you have ever been to L.A., the beach is, like, still an hour, hour and a half drive away yeah, from so L.A. It's a, it's a while away. Yeah. yeah. Um, yeah, Although I'm if you've ever been to the beach, you do have sand on you. For, for weeks. For, yeah, that's also yeah. true. <laughs> like, you take a shower two weeks later, you're like, what the fuck? Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, I'm thinking she was alive in that tank. I feel like she had to be. She I feel yeah. like she took her clothes off. I don't think somebody else did. I feel like, yeah, she took them off to try to maybe, like, save herself from going yeah, down. Or, something. And then, you know, it comes down to then also she already kind of was on the watch list because she was very vocal about the possible supposed um, project between South Korea and the United States. Hmm. And we've already discussed in prior shows about when you're a little too vocal about certain things, you start getting eyes put on you. You, you dip your, you you, dip your you toes dip, in. You dip your toes in other people's jacuzzis. Uh, <laughs> you don't get gangrene. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Yeah. That's, that's our analogy. <laughs> <laughs> I just find it crazy because it's like, you know. Get crazy. I think like. Take the, your clothes off. <laughs> the possibilities. <laughs> tank. Possibilities. Now, if we're talking, so if we're going back to the idea of, like, numbers game, right? Mm-hmm. We're talking numbers game to where, like, she's on drugs. Maybe she was given to her while she's in her room Fuck, somewhere. Mean, she could have been, like, in a state of, like, completely just lost her fucking mind, right? I mean, I have tripped hard. I've never ended up dead in a water tank. Yeah, but have you ever had the, like, perfect aligning opportunities to be dead in a water tank? Possibly. Also being alone. Like, I'm you're alone, bro. Like, yeah. you, have, you have no one to stop you from doing, from doing anything. Yeah. Like, you are by yourself. I'm thinking, what if it's, like, you know, she's wandering, and, like, she just goes to, like, the roof, because, like, fuck it, like, I've done that many times while I'm sober. Like, fuck it, I'm trying to sneak to the roof of this building. But it's the alarms. They would have been set I know, off. but I'm just saying, numbers game. Numbers game. What's the point, like, what's the possibility that someone disengaged the fire alarm just through maintenance and employee? I, I will tell you what, there is, um, my, my buddy used to live in, Alex used to live in a loft downtown. I mm. lived with him, like, half the time. And there was one time we were just dicking around, and they were doing maintenance on the roof, and we were like, "Hey, can we go up there?" And the guy's like, "Yeah, I'll leave it open." Just he he left and didn't come back. Yeah. The whole time we were on the roof, it was just me and him. There's photos of us standing on the ledge of this downtown building on what? the roof and stuff. That's crazy. I, so it, it can happen. It's yeah. totally possible. It's totally possible to get up there without. Yeah. Yeah. And like, I'm just saying, like, what if, like, potentially. It's at this point in time where, like, she climbs to the roof. Maybe, like, there's a ladder to the hatch. Mm -hmm. Maybe the ladder was just there. 
Maybe it's not always and, there. And then an employee just cleaned it up and never thought anything about it. Yeah. Again. She decides to go for a swim. She said, man, it's hot in L.A. <laughs> yeah. I want to, they don't got a pool here. There's just so many things. Like, there's so many things that could get her to that point. That's what I'm thinking. She gets in or someone, like, it's either she gets in or someone throws her in there. That's yeah. literally what it is. But, like, I think get, getting in But then in there, going back to the elevator footage and her acting so erratically. Yeah, but, like, what if she left it on service? And then, like, what we just don't see is that, like, maybe a maintenance dude came by. It was like, what but if? it shows in that footage the elevator just closing and opening by itself. After Going that. up the yeah. floors because she hit all those buttons. Yeah, she true. But like, but if you take it out of service, wouldn't it just do that anyways? True. I don't know. Like, the floors are still would. assigned. And when you, you take it off of yeah. service, then it will start acting normally again. Yeah. And maybe that's what the maybe that's what the minute missing of the footage is. Did yeah. we just crack this case? Uh, maybe. No. <laughs> but <laughs> maybe. I'm one just can saying, only hope. But, like, what if, like, because the only important part right there, I guess, it, okay, if someone's stupid and they're trying to, like, give a cut of, like, evidence of something and they're just, like, actually trying to give it to them, but, like, oh, they wouldn't think this is important, taking, like, a maintenance dude taking it off a service and it goes it could happen I'm just saying this potentially it has all the reasons to just be like the dumbest mistake someone's ever made like literally it could happen that way I'm not saying trying to disrespect her or say she didn't potentially die because obviously that's I mean there has to be so many things so many things so many we don't random know. things in just the right place for her to be able to walk up there and do that by herself. Yeah. Yeah. There but it has happens. to be the door unalarmed. Mm-hmm. Yep. There has to be a ladder. Yep. She and has and to we be have able to, to assume close the hatch. she is strong enough to get in and then close the hatch. But, why, if, but why would you? But no, I don't think she would. What if she closed what if she didn't even close the hatch? What if she like as at this point, since she's on drugs, maybe she passed out as unconscious, she drowns. She's not making a sound. Maintenance dude comes by, is like, why is this open? Closes it, takes he, the ladder with him. And he doesn't report that three well, weeks later when they... Sure, but, like, if they report it, like, I mean, maybe they should if, take if, precautions. Like, let's test the water, see what's happening, but obviously. No, but not even then. I'm saying, like, three weeks later, they find a body, and they have no clue why it's there. He doesn't think to say, hey... hey. Three weeks ago, I found a ladder and the hatch was open. And but then again, he with might the be embarrassed. Location and the type of hotel that it is, and already with its past, maybe they're really weird about that kind of coverage. Yeah. yeah. And I mean, we have to remember too, it's past. Like, it's just weird that a bunch of crazy, weird shit, yeah. evil shits happening yeah. there in the 100%. Black Dahlia. That was one of the last places she was seen before she yeah. was gruesomely. Unsolvedly murdered. Yeah. yeah. So if you're ever visiting LA, stay at the beautiful <laughs> Cecil Hotel. Actually, it's now called the Stay on Main. Stay on Main. Don't do that. <laughs> <laughs> Don't do that. But yeah, like, I just think it's it's crazy. Like, I mean, what if you have just the like, most perfect combination of incidences that happen to you and you're just like, wow, like, this is how I die? I'm not saying it can't happen, but. Or like, or there's, there's a lot of things that yeah. had to happen. Yeah, 100%. A lot of things that had to... It's like the butterfly effect. I mean, it had to have perfectly kind of... One thing led to another. Ah, You're right. Just, Ashton Kutcher would have to be involved. Yeah. <laughs> I agree. Are I we agree. being punked right now? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it was a punking gone bad. What year was punk come out? I have Does, early line two, middle 2000s. Yeah. Oh, uh, okay. No. Yeah. He was trying to re regenerate punked and failed very badly. <laughs> oh, God, it was it was pumped punked for the public and uh, he fucked it up. So they just never released. They it. never released it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'm just thinking, how would the murderer do it though? Let's think about that. So let's say yeah, we we got a guy who loves the history of the Cecil Hotel. He loves being a serial killer. He's fascinated by it. And he's like, how can I step it up here at the Cecil? And he, he gets the key, mm-hmm. and he's like, you know what, I'm going to... Maybe 
maybe he had a rooftop ritual. Mm. And he goes up there and he does some shit on the roof and he had a he had a Lisa Lamb and he was about to and he heard somebody coming. I don't know how he would do it all this fast, but he heard somebody coming and was like, Oh fuck and threw her in the water thing, closed the hatch and he went off and hid. And then he just was like, well, that's done. And I'm out. Yeah. Let's also talk about how hard it is to get a body up a ladder. I was just about to say, like, yeah. to get a, de- a dead right, body, yeah. too, because dead weight is, yeah. that's fucking heavy. Living or dead, that's that's going to be a challenge. Well, the, yeah. I mean, maybe if yeah. he was some buff-ass dude and he, like, throws over her arm like a knapsack, but even dead. I'll tell you what. Sure, again, I, I'm a pretty big, <laughs> strong dude, and, like, that is not easy to no. just I'll carry some dead weight around. At my carry job. dead body, Greg? <laughs> Dead body, drunk girlfriends. Well, you know, I'm, saying. Um, I'm just saying, at work, we're trying to carry, like, if you try to carry, like, a, a fucking nightstand, you know, it might be, like, three feet tall, maybe two or three feet tall. It's just, like, not that big, you know? It's not big at all. But trying to carry with that with one hand and to try to climb, like, just a side rail of my truck. It's nearly It's impossible. really hard. It's really hard. Like, you have to be the most careful and attentive like it's, it's you're like using one hand down. you're using one hand essentially unless <coughs> to stay balanced unless somehow you have a, your arms like through her legs and over her head and you're like climbing that way which is sounds even more complicated yeah that I don't know I just don't see it I just don't see it like I just don't get it I think it's just an accident honestly you think it's an accident I think it's a fucking accident I think it's literally just no like way. a lineup of like wow this happened and like I mean I, if I were to do research I would look into like the reasons behind her name and, like, see what importance that potentially has in history. Because, mm-hmm. like, history repeats itself. And, like, can I say, like, there are coincidences that I feel like would happen. Like, oh, the same name and this and this, this all happened, right? Mm-hmm. Like, that's fine. That makes sense. But, like, I don't know if it's, like, someone murdered her. I don't know. I mean, yeah, it may not even be. It could be a sacrifice. It could be. I, just, I don't think it's an accident. I don't. <sighs> I think it's, okay. So maybe not an accident. It could have been a suicide. But then remembering, too, she had those roommates when she first checked into the Cecil, and they complained about her odd behavior, so they moved yeah. her to her own room. There's just, there's a lot of different... Or even of, or even she pissed those people off, and they were like, hey, let's prank her and throw her in the water tank, and then they're like, forgot about her. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> That's fucked. <laughs> and it's like, who knows, maybe because, you know, she's clean-cut girl, she's on Skid Row, maybe she met somebody who was not the nicest person and maybe they inject her with a ton of drugs but yeah. then if you die your body can't metabolize those drugs out so they're still going to be in the toxicology report how <laughs> I sparked that <laughs> I've been meaning to do that for a long time <laughs> I just covered up the camera on my uh, laptop because <laughs> I, I saw uh, Anya's and I'm I mean, you know what really made me do it is somebody like put a picture of Mark Zuckerberg and his is covered up. Mm-hmm. And I was like, yeah. I was like, if Mark has it. Yeah, if Mark's doing it, then I better too. I always say what up to whatever uh, whatever agent's watching me. Yeah, yeah. Howdy, MIB. Right. What up? <laughs> <Or> whoever. <laughs> Anyways, but yeah. Also, let's think about this. Let's say either present or former employee at that time is like you know there. Mm-hmm. And, like, maybe he's, like, talking this girl up, and, like, it's some type of, like, oh, yeah, like, you want to go to the roof? But, like, he gives her some drugs. Like, they're like, yeah, like, why not? You're, like, you're in L.A., have fun, blah, blah. Drugs her. They go upstairs to the roof. They get in, like, maybe they both got in the water tank, and then he gets out or somehow or, like, lets her get in and then closes it. I don't fucking know. Like, you know. But it's then some- it's her blogs being active for nearly a month after her death. Yeah, but you like you said, you can, like, set it to be, like. True. It's just. Because was there any evidence of, like, her taking photos of herself at a certain time or place in L.A.? 
that were like updated in her. Tumblr. I mean, that's in, they deleted the blog at this point. You yeah. can't find it online anymore. Because like if that if there wasn't, that could totally be her just setting it out. I lo- I have the blog name in my book. Um, if anybody wants to try to look for it themselves, scour the internet. If anybody wants to men in black, if you happen to have copies of it, you know, email us. Yep. Etherfields is the main blog. It's off Tumblr, so it's etherfields.tumblr.com. Um, I found it three years ago, like two, three years ago, and now it's deleted. I mean, also Tumblr goes in and they delete inactive counts after Uh, a while, so it could be that case. I know. So it's possible that there's like a picture of it out there or something. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Well, yeah, if you uh, you have access to it, email us at spweirdworld at gmail.com. Send it our way. Send it our way. Yeah, this case has forever been baffling to me. Yeah. Um, it's weird, 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 creepy stuff. Like, I try to go through and I try to decipher it, and I try to look at it like, out of a very rational mind, and then a very just, like, out there, out of so many different boxes mind. Yeah. yeah. And Briefly, let's talk about the, the dimensional thing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that Korean game. Yeah. yeah. Okay, okay, because, I mean, honestly... It's one of the more plausible theories of how she could get in that fucking tank, yeah, I guess. Yeah, when you come back. So she she gets on the fifth floor. She averts her eyes to the little girl. Maybe the little girl kills her and, and sends her to the water tank. And then she, she can't help herself. She just peeks at the little girl, and the little girl's like, boom, 11th floor. There's no 11th floor because it's only a 10-floor place. Now she's in the water tank, and she's like, boom, back to your dimension, and now she's just... Fl- so... Okay, so she's in a beach, right? <laughs> so, so fifth floor, she walks <laughs> off. She's in a new dimension, and it's like, because you know the beach in LA kind of sucks. If you've yeah. never been there, <laughs> sorry to tell you, it's not that great. It's not great. The <laughs> water's cold, and it's full of fucking seaweed, and yeah. it's just not fun. So she's like, man, I was hoping for a better beach, and little girl takes her to this floor, and she walks out, and it's sandy, and it's You're nice. Spain. And yeah, she's yeah, she's she's rolling around. There's Spanish men serving her, <laughs> and then Ciao, she bella. she looks back, and she's like, hey, little girl, that's great, and gives her the thumbs up, and the little girl's like, oh, you fucked up now, you looked at me, <laughs> bitch. Yeah, and then she just snaps her back. fingers, and she pops back into her dimension, and it happens to be right there in the water tank. You know, I'm not gonna lie, this Loki. Sounds like a horror story that you'd like find in Pokemon. <laughs> <laughs> like, not gonna lie, but like, you go to like the ghost island or whatever, and then they're like telling you a story, like, whatever you do, don't do that because a girl did this, and then she ended up in a water tank. Like, fucking water tank, man. Fucking water tank. Shout out to Pokemon, though. And like, it kind of <laughs> makes sense, the dimension, like, possibility for the dimensions thing, because the way that she's acting in the elevator. Who knows, maybe she's playing with somebody on a different dimension that we can't see, but she, and like, her astral self is within. And that's like going into a whole, yeah. another rabbit hole. Because this isn't making sense to you if you're into the dimensional thing. They're overlapping, so like, right now I'm sitting in a chair in a room in my house, but in whatever other dimension I could be simultaneously sitting on that beach with Spanish men serving me. Yeah, imagine, like, uh, alternate reality. But I just can't, I can't see that right now. So there literally could be speedoed Spanish men standing next to me just serving me tapas and, and, and <laughs> sangria, and I'm slapping their asses, and it's a fantastic time. The best, men? uh... Yes. Okay. Well, that's where it started. <laughs> yeah, you're on the beach in Spain. <laughs> yeah, so I, um, I want to break the chain. You know, I'm not, I'm not. It's 2019, Josh. I don't care who's oiled up and serving me tapas. <laughs> you're going to smack them on the ass? I'm going to smack them on the ass equally, okay? Right. Ciao. 
um, <laughs> no, a really good movie to kind of understand what we're talking about is Mr. Nobody, if you've ever seen it. I have not. You, you ever, no? No. It's fantastic. It has Jared Leto in it. It's uh, pretty much about a boy who is able... He lives within the 3D, because if you don't know about dimensions, we're in the 3D physical plane. Um, but he lives in the 3D, and in his mind, he's able to... He's actually living in three other dimensions. And Damn. so, in the movie, it literally ba- it bounces between every one of his lives, and all of his lives are completely different, but they're also intercorrelated. That's and all the people craziness. he meets. Yeah, it's fantastic, great movie. It's like two and a half hours, super long. Mr. Nobody. Mr. Nobody. Let's check it out. Let's check it out. Let me ask you something, Greg. Ask, yeah, first, yeah. let me ask you Have you seen Suicide Squad? Yes. Okay, all right, I can ask everybody this question okay. now. Okay. All right, what do you think of Jared Leto's Joker? Um, not the worst, not the best. That's a fair answer. It, I mean, we're talking Heath Ledger's laid down the Joker, and it's really hard to follow that. Okay, fair. Uh, it's it's a different take on the Joker, and I could appreciate that. And um, honestly, I have to have to say I like it because that movie left me wanting more of his story. Hmm. Mm. Yeah. But he's never going to be the Joker again, and I'm also not upset. I don't know if that's confirmed yet, though. No? No. Hmm. Hmm. I'm excited for this new Joker movie coming out. Oh, yeah, with Joaquin uh, Joaquin Phoenix? Joaquin looks like he's crushing it. Yeah, I'm Uh, excited about it. The movie looks cool. Uh, People are saying it's like this new modern take because they're like, oh, you know. Well, they're giving him an origin. Like an actual, like... And and it's closer to um, the killing joke. Yeah. Because people are like, oh, you know, in the 80s, you know, it took acid to make the Joker, and now modern society made the Joker. And I was like, no, Alan Moore wrote the Joker that way long ago, but... I still, I still feel that. I get it. Yeah. I get it. But I feel we're gonna get that climax. I think he's gonna fall in the ass because yeah. I feel like his makeup right now is just. It's. Too, I don't think they're going clowny. They're not going for real. Are you think they're trying to connect the Jared Leto Joker with the new Batman? Joker in the new potentially. But here's my original thing. I don't know what's going on with your whole DC universe because okay. they don't know what the fuck they're doing. I know, obviously, I know. either. But before we get too far, because now you got <laughs> Twilight Boy as Batman now. <laughs> Bro, I kind of, I kind of agree. Wait, Robert Boy's, Pattinson got Robert Pattinson is Batman. Batman. Wow. New Batman. Yeah. yeah. Oh, he's my heartthrob growing up. Well, Good I mean, job. I guess it first makes Harry sense. Potter. He was a vampire. Now he's ba- well. First, he was. Uh, he was in Harry Potter. Yes, he was. It was s- movie six in the Goblet of Fire. He played, um, what's his face? The one who got killed by Voldemort in the maze. Oh, he was like the, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. He was that dude. Okay. Wow. Yep. I didn't understand any of that. <laughs> no, well, you know, you either get it or you don't. I was just at here. I just had butterbeer for the first time in my life. Oh, it was delicious. Was it? it was delicious. The butter and anything. Oh, uh, it's like, I, essentially, like, the main drink is, like, cream soda. Mm-hmm. But they pour it out of these big, they pour it off a tap. And then they finish it with this cream that comes out of another spout, and it's really thick. They put, like, an inch of this cream on top, and, like, when I drew, took my first sip, you could just, my whole beard was just covered in it. <laughs> wow. It was so good, though. Oh, it was tasty, like a tasty butterscotch cream on top. So, you know, have you guys ever had coffee with butter? I've heard right? about butter coffee. I, I don't, I need to look it up, because I do want to try it. I've heard it's delicious. It's fantastic. Yeah. Wow. Learn a lot of weird things with a German mama. All right. Jared Leto Joker. Uh, so how you were really lost with like Harry Potter stuff? I'm really lost with like superheroes and Marvel yeah, and all that. Oh, to be honest, I've never really seen the original Batman. So uh, wait, wait, what? Sorry, I've never I... seen the original Batman. You've never seen. Okay, but like that doesn't matter. So I've never seen. So you never he... saw Jet? Well, 
I've never seen Heath Ledger in like his actual Joker role. Okay. Oh, so I know that's that not the original Batman, by the way. Fuck me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so like, Michael Keaton is the original oh Batman God, in the eighties. Too much. Too many. Yeah. So all I'm saying is so, yeah, your well, impressions, like no lore, like there's you don't know the lore, so like you don't know how expansive it is. So what were your impressions of that character with your knowledge? Alone. I mean, I like I remember Heath Ledger's, and then I saw Jared Leto because I've seen scenes of his. Yeah, yeah. And I thought the way Jared Leto was able to portray a new take on it was very fascinating, mm. and he did make it like you said, it made you want to know more about a story. Yeah. Um, but also, I like medieval shit, so that was kind of the extent where I was like, oh, it was a really cool movie. He was a cool character, and then it kind of just there. Yeah. Okay. Fair. Yeah. So. Both decent impressions yeah. from both of you. That's good because, yeah. like, the majority of online, it's like they hate him. He they gets a lot of hate. Him. 100%. And I think a lot of it, I kept online with kind of the hate with it, and it was because of Heath Ledger's original role. Yeah, of course. And you're always going to have those people that are yeah. like, I love that character. So, but like, no one can ever be. Because I am, you know, a big comic book on paper fan, I've already learned to car- compartmentalize yeah, yeah. different things. And you can't. Can't expect everything to be like the everything comic. else. Yeah, yeah. So you got to take different takes as just what they are. And even in the comic book world, on paper, if people shut up and quit bitching, you get different takes all the time. Yeah. Um, there's a more recent series from DC that came out called The White Knight, and it was about the Joker kind of straightening up for a bit. And are I've heard about to, it. Yeah, yeah. it's really good series. You can borrow it if you want. Wow. <laughs> um, yeah. Anyhow, but yeah. <clears throat> uh, I don't know where we're at anymore. So, okay, so here's my thoughts. Okay, Josh's thoughts. That's right. where we're at. We so, got it. The Joker portrayed by Jared Leto I thought was really incredible because, like, there's a part of, like, the the Dark Knight series, like the Chris, uh, Christian Bale Batman, the ones you're talking with Heath Ledger. Mm-hmm. He's so grounded that, like, it's, it's like, it's like a really extreme take on Batman if you think about it because it's not – Batman interacts with Superman – and like aliens, Christopher Nolan's is a very condensed yeah, world. Yeah, hundred percent. It's it, like it's more realistic. Day. Like if that happened, it could have happened that way. Yeah, it could have happened. This that big, way. expensive, expansive world. Yeah. You know? but like I feel like when you do that, you literally miss the best parts about characters. And like, absolutely, it, I Christopher Nolan's is not perfect by any means. Yeah, it's definitely another take on Batman. Hundred percent. And I think it's a really good one. Yeah, and that's and, the thing that irks me because it's like that's not the OG Batman. That's no, not who Batman is. No, not at all. And Batman it's like, knows like kung fu and things like that. Christopher yeah. Nolan's movie is very blocky fighting. Yeah, style. it's the worst. I didn't like it. It was like, um, but it's uh, a real fighting style that uh, he learned. And yeah, yeah, it's a very realistic take on Batman. Um, one you know billionaire yeah. status. Well, like I think I think what I heard about his combat style in that movie is it's it was it's a self defense to like disarm people. Mm-hmm. And it's like a, slightly a, defend yourself. It's a very crab maga. Yeah, like it's not really intense, but it's just nice and no, like, it's, it it's, works. It's an yeah. effective. Yeah, yeah. So like that's the thing I'm saying. I think you know Jared Leto portrayed it so well because we never see Heath Ledger get like fucking crazy. Like he's yeah. never like outrageous. Like he's just he, very methodical. He's he like, yeah. very methodical, collected. He's a terrorist. Crazy. He's literally yeah. what he is. He's literally just a terrorist. But the Joker is not like not only a terrorist. He's a serial killer. He's like he can smooth talk his way out of things. He's like yeah. he's a really like intelligent, great person with yes. many talents. This is just like one talent of him, just like refined. Yeah. You know, mm. it's like this is if Joker was just a terrorist. Christopher Nolan very much took one shade of every character yeah, yeah. and gave it to you on screen. Mm-hmm. So like I get it, but like there was a whole like huge theory going around. 
when those when these movies were coming out. And Zack Snyder, bro, I really wish he could have finished that those <laughs> films because like he built a universe that was going to be explained later. Yeah, he did it in verse of Marvel because if you try to play catch up with Marvel, their same routine, you're going to lose. Yeah, so absolutely. he he tried to go crazy at first, like grand ideas that would make sense later, but people didn't want to do it. But Batman, you see in the BBS movie, you see Robin's gear. It's like, you know, spray painted. I was painted. excited when I saw yeah. that. Yeah. It's spray painted. It says, like, ha, 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 like, joke's on you. Yeah. So, like, obviously the Joker had something to do with this. Because Joker like, murdered Robin. Yeah. He murders Robin. In, like, real comics. The uh. second Robin. <laughs> he murders the second <laughs> I Robin. I have no clue what's going so on. so fucking Fair. lost. You guys okay. lost me, like, five, All right, ten it's minutes fine. ago. <laughs> I'm going to try to, like, clean up a little bit. So there's been many Robins. The second Robin, which is Jason Todd, gets murdered by the Joker. So that means the Joker's been an enemy of Batman for a long time at that point. Yeah. So for enough to have the first Robin not die by the Joker, but the second one to die. He gets reborn in a way. Like, he goes to, like, this Lazarus pit. It's like the fountain of youth. And, like, it just brings him back to life. But he's fucking crazy. I think Jared Leto's Joker was going to be Jason Todd from, from the death. The original Joker's dead, and he comes back to life to take on the persona of an antagonist of Batman. And it's like... It's an interesting theory. Yeah, it's like, because like it happens, he's he's the Red Hood. You saw yeah, under the Red yeah. Hood movie. He is an opponent to Batman. But like they just take away the Red Hood thing, make him Joker, because he's really young, Batman. <laughs> I and, love and, watching this. <laughs> yeah, no, it's great. <laughs> I just want to know. I have, and just I, give me perspective of, like, I've always wondered what listeners are feeling like if they're not <laughs> in the comic books, and I can see it now just happening on on your space. I'm, I'm trying to follow... I'm, so I'm just saying, okay. Josh is making perfect sense if you're if you're into all this. Yeah, and, uh, he's got a pretty good theory going, but yeah. Yeah, okay. All I'm saying is, original Joker kills Jason uh-huh, Todd. Uh-huh. Joker gets put in prison, or he dies. He doesn't exist, but he killed Jason Could, Todd. In that uh, BBS, you, you have an old Batman. Like, yeah, a lot you have of an things old have Batman. Already happens. A new Joker, younger, probably like 15 to 20 Very years younger young, than him. Yeah comes back and it's Jason Todd. He's he's crazy eccentric. He's got tattoos. He's part of the modern day, but he's just like a crazy former like almost son of Batman. That'd be a cool twist. Yeah, and like That'd be a cool twist. You know, he's not the one who spray painted his own armor. Yeah. He was a, the birthing. That was a birthing place of him as that character. Which would have been fucking cool, man. Would have been. And not like, gonna happen though. It's not gonna happen. Not gonna happen. But I, I just think like I haven't even watched Justice League. Oh, it's so bad. It's, it's how, so yeah, bad. That's how little I care. <laughs> it's so bad. But yeah, I just. I just want to know. Have you watched Aquaman? Oh yeah. Was it good? It was great. Mm. It's really cheesy. Yeah. But like that's why it's good. Because if it's, they tried to make it serious, it wouldn't work. Yeah. But have you seen Shazam? No. It's alright. Yeah. Yeah. That was one I thought might be funny, but if, anyways. Yeah, we'll talk about it later. Yeah, we're gonna we're gonna wrap this, <laughs> wrap this on up before if you're still listening. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, Elisa Lamb, really creepy shit. Um I definitely encourage you to look into it on your own. Uh thank you, Anya, for uh running that episode. Great episode. Good, good stuff as always from you. Like yeah. nice guys. Great break on my end. Yep. I uh, don't know what I'll be doing for the next show, but I'm sure it'll be good. Excited to have a two-week break. <laughs> yeah, isn't it yeah. nice? It's, it's nice. It's nice. Also, I've started this new thing this episode. I don't know how well it worked. I'll have to listen later and find out. But I'm trying to like curse less, be less aggressive, and be more like. That's cool. When I started the show, it's sea turtles fucking. Very <laughs> 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 ironic, but yeah. yeah. So, just if you guys notice, I'm saying less curse words. I'm trying. I'm trying to dwindle in. I am not. Um, yeah, so, Greg Stanton. Fuck, fucking A. <laughs> fucking A. <laughs> fucking A. Yeah. Well, um, uh, Josh got a music video coming out. Make sure you follow yeah. him at all of his Instagram handles. It's, we're now at five. Who? 
five I now have my hands in five Holy different. You have five different, yeah. So there's Josh Hartco, and you can go follow other things from there. <laughs> uh, you can follow me at Greg's, blah, 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 Greg's Weird Worlds, and you can follow Anya at... Anya Daniela or my Instagram page. It, and there was some confusion, from, confusion from some people who wanted to follow you. It's not D-O, do arts. It's, um, it's D-E-W. Like, do art. Yeah, okay. Like, like, like Mountain Dew. Dew. Yeah, like Mountain Dew. Oh, there we go. Do the do. Do the do. Do the yeah. do, follow do, the do. I was thinking do like a tree, like tree. Yeah, but yeah like Mountain Dew. Dot uh, arts with a Z. Yeah. Yep. So you can follow her. You follow us at SP Weird World at Gmail, at Instagram. Uh, I do the Facebook page. I deleted our Twitter. Your Twitter's gone. Twitter. See a Twitter. We shot that bird. <laughs> See a Twitter. Stone. Yeah, fuck that bird. And uh, <laughs> one last thing, guys, I'm gonna need you to go ahead and keep it weird. Well, I never knew anything like that in the whole of my life. Nice.